Holistic. Bashiana. Welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. <laughs> this, this, this might be a little awkward for a little bit. Um, this is all new. This feels, I feel like I'm, I was supposed to have somebody like patting me for my makeup first before we started. Like it's a whole real production. And granted, some of these people listening aren't even going to watch on YouTube, but it is an option because we are now moving more towards video content and it's just going to keep being a thing and it's going to keep increasing, especially with whatever the fuck's going on with Hollywood and creators are going to, I feel like personally anyway, I feel like creators are going to start stepping into more creative roles and I feel like a lot of creatives are going to start banding together um, because they're going to be like, we don't even need Hollywood to do the things that we're doing now. So with that said, I'm going to have more video content. I'm going to be in here. This is this is my office now. Um, and for those who came to the relaunch party, we'll talk about that some other time. But they got a they got a tour of the office. So this is this is where we're working from now on. Um, so a lot of that's different for me. Uh, like a lot of the things that are in my head currently are like, am I going to be repeating my outfits? Probably. Um, is it going to matter? Probably not. You know, I do own a washer and dryer, so I had to get that out of my head. Um, some of the other things are like I use my hands when I talk, and a lot of times when I'm recording, these things aren't seen. So I'm like, you know, what are people going to be paying attention to? But at the end of the day, everybody's their own worst critic, and nobody's paying attention to the things that I'm paying attention to because I'm overanalyzing the things because that's what we do. So without further ado, I'm going to get it. Going to get into what I've been going through the last six months. Uh, actually, the last time I dropped an episode on here was in November. So it's been more than six months. Um, but in saying that, uh, I guess you need, you need to get caught up with what's been going on with my life. So I've made some bullet points, of course, so that I can try and remember all the things that have taken place. Um, and also, you know... My mind goes everywhere when I'm recording, and I usually black out, so I, I need my bullet points anyway, honestly. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. So the last episode, we spoke on branding reality. And if you notice, if you are watching on YouTube, I'm in the green dress that I use to create my podcast cover. And shout out to Jess for her um, recommendation on that, because I feel, I feel magical in it anyway. And... I'll, I'll speak about that day when we get to that month in my, uh, my notes, but um, just as branding things, so it's good to have these people on your team or in your circle, if anything, team circle, same thing, uh, to give you this insight, to give you this feedback, because there's so many details and things that, you know, you see happening on social media or you see things taking place with podcasts or you know, whatever is going on with creatives content, but there's so much that you don't see happening behind the scenes that you're like, well, how did they get from from A to B or from A to Z without, you know, filling us in and filling in the blanks for us? Because there's so much that I didn't know went into a lot of these things. And this is what I've been learning over the last six months for sure. And um, I'm calling this chapter of my life, this chapter of my career, refinement. This is very much, you know, like I've learned all the tools. I've learned the things I needed to learn to get me this far already. So now I just need to tweak what I already know, which, you know, it sounds, it sounds a lot easier than it is because I'm stubborn. I'm really stubborn. And um, it's been a work in progress. So if you are, you know, a lot of you are listening aren't in Columbia, South Carolina, but those who were here in Columbia, South Carolina back in January, I had a birthday party. It was a 70s birthday party and it was a good time. Um, everybody had a good time. It was really, really nice to see everybody dress up because I don't feel like we get dressed up enough for, you know, like era or themed part. And I love a good theme. And um, just about everybody was on shrooms um, at the party. And I remember speaking to, you know, people that came and they said they had a good time. They enjoyed themselves. And one of the things I heard the most about um, coming to that event was 
people felt like they could be themselves. They felt comfortable being themselves. And I'm sure some of that was the shrooms. But also, I just, I feel like that says a lot about who I surround myself with. Everybody felt comfortable being themselves. And I remember I was talking to one of my homeboys that came to the party, and he was telling me how he'd spoken to his boss, and um, and his boss was, like, asking how the party went. And he was like, yeah, man, like, I was, I was turned up on the dance floor. Like, all the women were, um, you know, they couldn't stop dancing with me, like, I couldn't be stopped. Like, I just felt irresistible. And I was like, you know, everybody was on shrooms, right? And he was like, man, don't tell me that. So I guess I, I put a pin in that um, inflated helium balloon of his ego at the moment. But um, he needed to know, right? So overall, though, everybody had a good time. And I'm going to have to have another one of those. I don't know if it's going to be another 70s theme party or another era, but either way, it'll be a great time. Um, somebody uh, recommended that I get, you know, drinks catered, um, have a bartender, so they customized cups for me. I had, like, Shiana's 80s, what was it, 80s bat? I don't remember the theme at this point. Um, but there were disco ball things, and just, oh, it was a good time. So you'll have to make the next one whenever that happens. I don't know if it'll be my birthday or maybe I just want to have a theme party just to have it because if black people can have all these all white parties, then I can just have a theme party just to have it. Right. So, um, yeah, that happened in January and in February, oh, February was a month. February Lennox got sick. Um, not like dying sick, but Lennox had the shits, um, for several days and I ended up taking him to the vet at some point for that. And it was very much like, oh, there's, there's nothing wrong with him. He's got like a stomach virus, but that's going to cost $600. Still cheaper than a child. However, these things add up over time when these aren't the things on your radar to be taking action in your life in the first place. So February was fun. Um, and then February was also the first time I came in the studio and like, and I got a feel for how things were, but it's very different recording by yourself. I will say that right now. And um, I think I had a, not I think, I did have a conversation with one of my homeboys about uh, being a solo podcaster. And he was saying just how much talent you have to have to be able to pull things like this off. And um, I guess I didn't give myself enough credit for that. But yeah, like, this started out as, as an idea in my head, and at first I, like, I was tiptoeing with it. Well, not even at first. I was still tiptoeing with it for the last couple years, let's be honest. And it takes a lot of um, faith and like inner knowing that this is what you're here to do, this is what you're here to share, and you can do it. And um, my homeboy was just saying, like, if you're a solo podcaster, it takes so much more creation because, you know, when you've got a co-host or you've got somebody to run ideas back and forth with, you're not doing it alone. And I like I'm not alone doing this. And I, I do have great support. Um, shout out to Neek for this studio setup and all the support along the way. But, you know, that took time to get there, too. And as I continue to evolve, as this continues to evolve, you know, the the support will grow. The production will grow. The other things will grow. So. I just know that that takes time, so <sighs> inconvenienced, but um, it is worth it, and I'm sticking with it, so at least you guys got to see, you know, the evolution of how things have gotten this far already, um, what started out as being in my living room with a microphone and my laptop on my coffee table is, is now this, and we'll just continue to grow, so on to March. Um, then in March, oh, what took place in March? Mm, March. March, I, I got a real good obsession with ChatGPT. And ChatGPT, I'm already like a researcher. You know, I like to go down the rabbit holes once I learn about something. I need to know all the things there is to know about things. And ChatGPT really helped me um, like end the rabbit hole quicker. Like it got me the the bones of what I was really looking for. Um, so thank God for ChatGPT. 
But also, um, outside of ChatGPT, I think, not I think I know, using AI is really going to help me grow with what I have going on. Because um, I know at some point I'll have my assistants, plural, and I'll have, um, you know, a team that's with me more often than not when I'm doing work like this. But when you're doing it fake alone, um, you know, there's so many components. Like I said, there's so many things behind the scenes that you don't realize have to be done to make things like this happen. So I know that like different AI tools that are available now are going to be great moving forward with what I have going on because they're, they're making things so much easier. Um, even condensing videos and making video clips for you and just razzle dazzling the things that you needed dazzling. So I'm very much looking forward to using AI and seeing what that looks like as production develops with this creation of mine. Um, also in March, um, if you are following me on Instagram, which I assume many of you are that are listening to the show, if not, follow me at Shiana, um, S-H-E-A-N-A-H. You should know how to spell my name already. But um, you may have seen me going different places in Columbia, South Carolina, and you know, being, being an influencer and sharing what they have to offer. But this is nothing new. I've been doing this already. I just didn't have video footage of it. Um, but even when I was massaging in my own office back when I first started massaging, when I would try these other places out, these were places that I was recommending other people try out as well because I can do so much with the work that I do if I'm massaging, but, you know, I can't do it all. And, like, please learn that from me. I cannot do it all. And I understand that, like, it takes having a team to take care of yourself sometimes, Um and that's what I've, I've been trying to share with the videos I've been creating with the different businesses, the different holistic uh, options that are available in this industry, because I've been talking to some of my friends recently about how I really think it's important to develop what I call a care team. And for me, a care team is like somebody to help you take care of yourself because you can't do it all. So I know I had a homeboy asking me if, um, you know, like how I felt about a guy getting, going to see an esthetician and getting facials. I felt like I had to specify esthetician facials because I know some of these listeners are gross. But um, I was like, yeah, please add skincare to your repertoire because not enough people do that. Like add anything that's going to make you feel better to that care team. So for me, I know on my care team, I, I love a massage. And recently I added to my care team getting facials because facials from an esthetician because they make me feel good. And I know like I've, I've been speaking a lot about how many people are using all these filters all the time and how like, you know, we're not going to recognize you if you go missing. And I get why Alicia Keys was like, I'm not wearing makeup anymore. I get it. I get it because I love to have my face beat and glammed up. I love it. But like to be living like that all the time, I don't know how y'all do it. And um, if I can live a filter-free life and just go and see an esthetician to get facials from time to time so I'm naturally glowing, and I know all of it's not uh, seeing an esthetician too. Some of that's leafy greens. But if I can do those things so that I can live a more filter-free life, then like that's what I'm going to do. So I've got my esthetician, my esti bestie, as I've been calling her. I go and get my massages. Um, and then just overall, like, I have people, I have friends around me that are very supportive and, you know, I can talk to about things. But I also knew, like, I wanted people outside of my friends to help support me too because my friends got their own shit going on. And, you know, that was also some of what I had going on throughout the year uh, leading up until now, like so many people, I mean, outside of my friends, I'm sure a lot of listeners or viewers can speak for themselves and relate to this as well. A lot of people got a lot of shit going on. And when you're the strong friend, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you got to navigate, like how strong can I be until like, all right, that's enough. And like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do to recoup for that? So it's important, especially specifically 
if you are the strong friend, to have that care team to help take care of you so that you can still work from a, a space of overflow instead of, you know, this empty cup and that you are grateful and appreciative to be sharing those things that they need help with and to be sharing that support and to be able to show up. Um, I know from my own experience, if I am working from a space of, you know, like an empty cup, if I'm, let me not even say an empty cup. If I'm not working from a space of overflow, which more often than not, I am working from a space of overflow. I have a lot of energy to share. I have a lot of information to share. But if I'm not working from that space, case in point, the last six months, um, I can't do it. I can't share. I can't show up. And that a lot of that is like I'm barely showing up for myself. So how can I share, show up for other people? And, you know, I was really like having this come to Jesus with myself. Like, all right, you need you need additional support coming in because you're not doing the things that light you up like you used to. You're not doing the things that you know you need to do to get to the next level if, if this is all a video game. Um, and I, I don't know if some of you guys follow P the Fairy. I love her on Instagram. But she has referenced life being a video game. I may have even mentioned that on here at some point. And I, I very much relate to that because, you know, you get hit with the same bosses. You go on the same levels. All of things look very similar. You're like, I've, I've already beat this level. Like, I already saw this boss. It's I got to use the same moves to beat them. It's the same thing every time. It's just, it looks different. And the more I learn that, which I've learned it a long time, but again, this is refinement. This is refinement. Um, but the more I integrate that, there we go. The more I integrate that, the more I'm like, okay, like I know what needs to be done. I know what I need to do to get to the next level. So let me go ahead and do it. Um, but that's why it's important to have that care team to support you so you can go to the next level in the video game. Um, what else was I going to say about March? Oh, <laughs> see, that's how my mind works. Um, the places I was going in March, as far as like sharing some of the locations, some of the things I check out, I went to a salt cave. It's called Shavas Spa in Columbia, if you are familiar. Um, they have halo therapy, which is good for all kinds of things. I have content on that, so I'm not even going to get into that today. Um, and then I also went and saw Shanika, hey Shanika, uh, for stretch therapy. And it's interesting because a lot of people, a lot of those videos, even they get a lot of engagement. A lot of people even comment like, oh, I need to try that out. Like, thank you for sharing it. And there's a lot of saves like, I'm, this is on my to-do list. Let me go and check that out. And there's no follow through. And I cannot tell you how much that irks me. It's, um, and I know like, I probably shouldn't get like heated up about that, but I do because I experienced um, a lot of that over the last six months, like, um, and I was trying to think of how to explain the evolution and the, the process that was happening in my mind throughout those six months. And some of it was like this, this like back and forth of, okay, I know these are the things that I need to do. These are the things people are interested in. This is the information I need to share. This is the info I need to teach, blah, 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 blah. And I would do, there's certain, again, the behind the scenes things that we don't think about. I would do certain things like, you know, uh, survey my audience or send out like feelers of things that they were interested in. And that's even a whole mind fuck too, because I think people are so used to me just talking and just used to listening that they forget to engage with me. And I am a real person. I mean, like, I know sometimes I say I'm a super human person, but like, I am still a real person on the other end of this mic, on the other end of the phone, of the end, other end of however you're receiving this content that I share with you. And sometimes I ask questions and I just get crickets. And I'm like, what is this social media thing? Like, what is it if people aren't talking to me? Like, what is it? What What's the social part in there if nobody's engaging with what I'm saying? And it wasn't that they weren't engaging. It's I had to which is just, it feels manipulative, but it's weird that I had to manipulate how to ask questions to get answers. And it would bother me that I would ask questions, I would get feelers out, um, I would get interest, and then I would create a course or create 
you know, something that everybody asks questions about all the time, which they weren't paying me for. That's a touchy subject. Um, they would ask questions and I'd say, hey, now I have a course for this. And there was so much interest and then nobody signed up. And like talk about a blow to the ego and to the self-esteem because it's one of those things that like, okay, you've done all the tests, you've taken all the astrology, human design courses they are to take. Again, this part of my life is called refinement, right? You've done all this work and now how do you embody that? It's showtime. How do you integrate that? And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm teaching what has been asked of me to teach. I'm sharing the information that people are asking for. And now I'm monetizing it. And now nobody's interested. And that, that was a mind fuck because, you know, it's one of those, like, you've taken all these classes to learn your purpose and your path. And you know it. You know exactly what you're here to do. And you can't do that for free. And that was like such a, and I've had this conversation with um, LaToya, I've had her on here before, about just like what it's been like to, you know, embrace knowing your path, knowing your purpose, and people just wanting to experience being around you. Like they don't, they don't want to pay for the services that you're teaching, but like have an event or have like a, a free something and they just, they want to be in your, in your aura. They want to be in your energy and that's fine. I get it. I get it. I have a, a magnetic energy outside of, if you didn't even see what I look like, my energy is magnetic. It pulls people in. I understand that about myself, but um, I got bills to pay. I got bills to pay. And so do these other people. So when y'all are saying that, oh, I need to try that out. And I, that's on my to-do list. Cross it off your to-do list. Do it. Go try these things out. Go get these people on your care team. Go and add these things um, to your, your self-care toolbox, as uh, Shamir likes to say. Hey, Shamir. And add these things to your list and cross them off because you know, outside of me doing the work that I do, these other people depend on these customers coming in too. So they're also like reading these comments of, oh, I need to try that out. And they're looking out for you. And then you're not coming in like you said you would. So please follow through. Please follow through. That has been a lesson that I have learned hard this year. And I was even like, was I going through a dark night of the soul this year? A little bit. I think so. And then I was like, well, how do I explain a dark night of the soul to other people? Let me Google that to like give some bullet points on that because you know I love bullet points. And then I remember I was like researching it and I know holistic psychologists has talked about this before because I know a long time ago I thought a dark night of the soul just happened one time. Joke's on me. And so apparently you can have several. And when I was researching it, it said a dark night of the soul can last anywhere from um, a few weeks to 20 years. 20 years? Was, who was having that many dark nights and, and why? So anyway, back to that care team. <laughs> if you are experiencing maybe number three of your dark nights of the soul, um, or the third round, should I say, not number three, because I don't know how many nights exist in anybody's dark nights of the soul, to be honest. But please integrate that care team, build that care team, because that's so important. Um, we're all here to help one another. And the more we realize that, the more we realize we need each other, the easier this thing gets. And I know one of the things that I integrated also in my care team recently, shout out to Chef Amanda. Um, Y'all, I hate cooking. I do. I do. I really, I don't know who I was. I know some of the people I was in a past life. I don't know who I was in a past life for me to be like, let me just show up. Like, where is my, like, I don't know if I have this thing in my head, you know, um, coming to America. Like, where are my rose petals when I get out the bed? Where is my team to bathe me? Like, why do I have to do so much to, to just live? Like, <laughs> where, where are my servants? Where is my, where's my help? Where's the help? And Lennox, I don't know if y'all can see him in the camera. He helps emotionally, but he can't, he can't be my butler. He can't be my my servant. So anyway, back to Chef Amanda though. Shout out to Chef Amanda. Something I integrated in my care team was 
ordering meals through a chef. And I cannot like stress that enough that if that is something that you have trouble with, like feeding yourself. And I know that sounds bizarre, but some people just really enjoy cooking. They're like, what do you mean? It's hard to feed yourself. It is. So Chef Amanda, shout out to her because integrating that into my life made things so much easier. It's one less thing to, to put on my to-do list. And again, I don't know who I was in a past life for me to have these expectations. Why should I have to feed myself? Why should I have to um, do these basic levels of care to survive? But in saying that, when you do all of it all the time, that's why it gets hard. And that's why it's important to have these other people to help you out because you need it to be easier. And if that includes getting meal prep things from somebody else outside of you, because I've tried the meal prep thing myself, and I think I either ate all the meals in a day or I didn't eat all the meals in a day, but I didn't eat them throughout the week. And then by day three, I was tired of it. Um, but I'm very much for if you need to hire somebody to help feed yourself, if you need to hire somebody to help you clean your home, if you need some help with your laundry, like whatever you need help with, there is somebody that loves to do it. And please just hire them because they enjoy helping. And like, you just have to find the people that can kind of fill in the blanks with the things that you fucking hate and just bring them in. And everybody loves everybody. Like they're getting paid to do the things that they love. You're getting help with the things that you hate. It's, a, it's really a win-win. And I can't stress that enough. I, I know I have like, I think it's that generation, um, like the boomer generation. They were so used to doing all of those things by themselves. So like when it came to us and it was like, no, hire some help. They were like, oh, gasp, like clutch its pearls. What do you mean hire help? You know, I don't live that life of luxury to hire help. And it's like, have you looked at the prices of hiring help? Have you? Because I remember a couple years ago, I had my um, apartment deep cleaned and like I can do basic things. I can maintain my, my place, but like to deep clean, I think they took like two hours. They had a team of three. Two hours would have taken me probably two days. I think they organized my closet. They got baseboards. They cleaned the fridge, the free, like they did things that I was like, I wouldn't have even thought to do that part. And it was probably $120 or something ridiculous. So please hire the help. Um, I've gone on a whole nother tangent. I feel like I didn't talk about April, but I'll talk about April some other time. Um, there's so much that happened in March, clearly. Uh, March was Pisces season. And for those who know a lot of my, my placements and stuff, I have a midheaven in Pisces. And my midheaven is my career. It's why it, it's what makes sense with me teaching spiritual things. It's what makes sense with me uh, being fascinated with achieving altered states and assisting other people in achieving altered states. So back in Pisces season, I had a few trip sits that took place. And I feel like I could probably make a whole nother episode of trip sitting experiences um, because those those are interesting. But for those who don't know what a trip sitting experience is like, um, I should probably call it something a little nicer, like journey. You know, I assisted somebody on a journey. But basically, um, I support somebody while they ingest mushrooms, um, four grams, usually with a tea or a smoothie or some something like that. And I hold space for them while they enjoy their trip and process what they came to process. So for that, sometimes it's grief. I'm saying sometimes I feel like all of the trip sits have been grief. I feel like even outside of trip sitting me as a healer, I'm usually helping people process their grief because it just shows up so many different ways. But anyway, so back in March, I did a trip sit and um, I assisted a few people actually around then with uh, psilocybin and just held space for them while they had that experience. And I remember that particular one in March that I did was interesting because uh, she had been seeking ketamine treatments before and they didn't work out for her. And then she was like, well, let me try out psilocybin and see what that's like. And she had a phenomenal experience. She said she felt way better afterwards. And um, it happened on like a Thursday. And then by Friday, I checked in with her and made sure everything was okay. 
And um, she was like, yeah, um, I had way less anxiety. Thank you so much. I feel so much better. Um, and then she was like, can I do another one Saturday? I was like, no, no. So I have been learning a lot of different um, pieces with the journey guide experience. Um, and some of it is, I learned, I don't know why I didn't know this word, um, but I learned, is it ephemera? I think I said that right. Um, people are seeking that moment. You know, people are seeking a moment of bliss or a moment of pleasure. And, and not everybody, but some people are just seeking this experience and trying to recreate it. And that's, that's not what you're going to get with shrooms. Like, that's not what you're going to get with any services with me, honestly. Um, because it, that's just not how life is. Um, every single moment is fleeting. And everything that we experience is just for that moment. Like, you can't recreate something, even if you have all the pieces that you had. You know you can't recreate it. Um, so, I just, uh, it, that was icky for me. Because I do want to help people, and I know that uh, psilocybin can help so many people. I know psilocybin can help so many people, but I also just know that there's some people that are just seeking uh, for thing, seeking treatment or guidance for things outside of themselves always, and that's not realistic. And a lot of what I teach is relying on yourself, relying on your own inner guidance and your own intuitive nudges to get to where you want to be and to feel how you want to feel. And um, that's also a mind fuck, honestly, because that's what I had ar already been teaching when I was deep in massage therapy. Um, and I remember thinking, like, are you, like, are you blocking your own blessings? Like, you know these people could be coming in more often for massages. Like, if you really wanted to make more money, you could be like, oh, you need to come in blah, 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 blah. But I was a firm believer in like, you don't need to come and see me all the time. Like you could be doing some of this stuff at home. Like I don't rely on me. <laughs> Please don't rely on me for all of your needs. I can't do it all, which I said already. Um, but I guess in a, in a sense that like makes me in a way like I'm shooting myself in the foot. Um, but I do like, I stand by that. Like you don't always need outside sources to help you with these things. Um, like outside of the help that you might need with, you know, caring for your home or for meal prep and things. But like other things, once you learn and once you get these tools, like it's, again, refinement. These things are already within you. And these things are already like just waiting to be awakened for you to use because you have them. You're just ignoring them. And it's easier to, you know, put your accountability on somebody else than it is to like own your own shit and work on it. Ask me how I know. Um, yeah, Pisces. Pisces season was interesting. Um, I'll have to talk more about those journeys, though, because they're all different. Every single experience is, is an experience. And um, I know the last trip set that I did, journey, whatever you want to call it, uh, the client was even like, do you feel like you get something out of this, too? And I was like, I sure do. And I guess I hadn't, like, nobody ever asked me that before. But I do learn something from everybody that, you know, even outside of journeys, I learned something from all of my clients. Um, and that's why, like, even back in the day when I was deep in massage, it was so much more than just uh, a massage. It was very much, um, it was therapy for the both of us because I knew I was helping them. And I knew that, I was learning something from them too, because there's so much that I learned in those conversations from different careers to different um, ages. You know, everybody's living a whole different life, different ethnicities, different um, tax brackets. I learned a lot. Um, anyway, <sighs> so much has happened. Um, moving on to May. All right, May, Gemini season. What took place in May? Okay, May, May, I feel like all of a sudden my body was like, okay, 
get out of whatever the fuck you <laughs> get out of whatever the fuck you got going on. It's time to it's time to move. It's time to do things. And I started like literally moving more. Um, I started going to the gym again because again I was just I was stuck. Um, I started making my walks longer with Lennox. I just started moving, and I just felt like. You know, I speak a bunch about expanding and expansion. I felt like I was expanding again. I felt like throughout those last few months, I had I contracted a bit as much as I was like fighting it. Um, there was still like a level of contraction. And by the time May came around, I was like, OK, it's time to like it's time to move. It's time to do things. It's time to like get shit going. And I want to say that's when like I scheduled my my photo shoot for my branding things. It's when um I was like, I went and had some stretch therapy with Shanika and, um, and even that was again, another thing to expand. That's the first time I had my, or that was the first introduction to getting my facials again. Um, and then, gosh, what else happened in May? Oh, braining colors, Jesus. Um, and that might change again. I don't even I don't even know the things with branding colors. Again, these behind the scenes things are it's so interesting to observe as being part of the process and like watching myself move this way cuz I know I know that the way the mind works, you know, people need to see things a certain amount of times in marketing things. It's people need to see or hear a message 7 times, 7 times to digest it. So I know there's certain things and elements that I have to include in marketing that makes people remember it. And that's why like people remember me saying, write that shit down. I've said it way more than seven times. People know that I've said it. People know that I talk about shrooms. I've talked about them way more than seven times. So it's like, how do you integrate a lot of these things that you enjoy and then like make the message consistent and make it work together with whatever you're sharing? And so branding colors, I was like, and even still, I mean, this might, this might change tomorrow. All right. Just so y'all know. But I was like, okay, I already know for my podcast, I want green things. And I was like, but do I have to have this? Do I have to have the same branding colors for the podcast that I do for like personal things? Is it all the same thing? I still don't all the way have the answers to that. Um, and I feel like I can do a little bit of both because, because I'm creating this, right? I'm creating my empire. But I was like, okay, I need to figure out the things that make sense, the things that people have already seen me do all the time, the things that they already um, see and associate with me. So I was like, okay, I can do like a blue situation. And then I was just like looking at pictures and stuff, Haleo Moon. And I was like, okay, I've done a lot of blue things and I've done a lot of green things and podcasty things are all the way green. Again, I don't know if this is going to be a, a both or if they're going to eventually just be all green. We'll see. We'll see. We're playing it by ear right now. But in my head, it made sense to have blue as well because blue is communication, expression, throat chakra. It is like a large part of what I do. It's also very much a healing energy color. Um, a lot of people that have experienced my Reiki see that blue. Uh, I call it like my Reiki color. And I knew blue was, it was important. So then basically the other colors I decided on went with like my skin tone. And then the more I looked at it, I was like, these other colors just kind of look like a mushroom, you know, like that tan color and that like light brown. And I was like, this makes sense. So that's where it's at right now. <laughs> it's like a blue and some mushroomy colors. And um, that makes sense for now. That's how I'm gonna leave it. And I know what I really had to like dig into my brain to make sense was, as much as I find some of those things boring, like staying the same, keeping like consistent colors and like yawn, inconvenience, I can do so much more else with this. Let me change it up this time. Like <laughs> that's fun for me because again, I'm a creative, but marketing mind me and like evolved, refined me knows I need to keep some of these things all the time to, to build that brand, to build that, um, resonance with people so they see these colors and they're like shiana you know they see certain fonts or they see certain information or even a certain video the way they might feel when they watch it they're like that has that has like shiana's essence and that that is 
again, all these mind fucks. I told you, it's been an interesting six months. Um, but yeah, so brand colors were cool. Um, but again, that might change tomorrow. But I, I think I'm going to do good with it this time around. I also um, was doing a workshop with LaToya. We were promoting a workshop for visibility, which, as you know, I'm familiar with. Look at me today, too. And um, that that tangent, or not tangent, that rant I went on earlier about, um, you know, surveying the audience and putting out feelers, that was a part of it, too. We did this promotion. We had, like, so many people interested, and one person signed up. And I was just like, wow, wow, like, I thought we did the things right. And, you know, now I'm looking at, you look at Barbie, for instance, and they've been marketing for like a year. And it just lets you see like how much goes into some of this stuff and what comes out of it. Because I don't know what their, I don't know what their marketing budget was. Clearly it was non-existent, but I've seen a lot of people talking about Barbie and just saying, you know. I don't even know what it's all about, but like, I'm, I just want to see it just to see it. And like, if that's what it takes, then that's, that's what needs to be done. So sometimes it's very much just like building this momentum before you share these next projects you're working on and this level of like seducing the audience to pay attention to what you're talking about. And I know for this relaunch, like I didn't even do as much as I could have. And um, but like having a launch party together, I was like, that'll at least bring people together. That'll get people talking as well. But all, everybody had a really good time anyway. So like that was part of the process too, but it's just, there's so much that, that goes into the behind the scenes production of what makes viral videos happen, what makes content shareable, what makes people pay attention to what you're saying and where you're showing up. So please keep those things in mind because if I make it look easy, or maybe I don't make it look easy, but if I make it look um, flawless, it is not. It is not seamless. It is, it is a challenge often. And um, again, it's good to have that support. And I'm glad I've had it building up now because uh, this shit's hard. It is not. It is not. Um, as easy as it was in my head. And let me say that again, because you know I like to choose my words. It's been hard, but it's one of those, it's the video game. So it's like, I already know how to do this. <laughs> I just need to do it more often. And then it gets easier. And that goes for everything. That goes for routines. That goes for how you show up. That goes for, you know, like you can apply this to so much. A lot of what I talk about, you can apply to so much. And that's why, like, I am very comfortable and grateful with the fact that, you know, even with whatever pivots that take place in my life, my baseline of things is this understanding of the mind-body connection and this understanding of energy and how that applies to everything. So just knowing it's a video game, if it is hard and your palms get sweaty, um, you know, I just got to play the level again until I master it. And that's what this has been all about all the time, every month, every day. Um, fast forward to June. Uh, June, the photo shoot finally took place. Um, you will see that I'm in the green dress that has been on my podcast cover. This green dress will probably be worn some other times too. I don't care because, again, I have a washer and dryer and it looks good on me. But that day was so fun, actually. Let me tell you about that day. So I sent Reiki to the day, that particular day. I sent Reiki to the photo shoot. Um, and then the photographer got there, which, by the way, my photographer is a cop. I don't know if I've told y'all that. I just thought I'd share that tidbit. Um, I Reiki'd his camera. So, like, I, I think I set, in not even I think, I set intentions before we had that photo shoot that for everybody that was involved in the photo shoot, for it to impact them in a way that affected their career and a positive note. So Shamir did my makeup and Brooke, who knows the things, came there for like behind the scenes things and like general support. And um, Quan, the photographer, got um, some amazing photos. And 
while we're taking pictures, um, I was in, we had just started the photo shoot pretty much. And while we're taking pictures, we're next to this restaurant, um, Market on Main, and we're about to go to the next location or whatever. And this guy comes to speak to us and he's like, excuse me. And I thought we were in trouble or something. I thought he was going to look at that trauma. I thought he was going to say we couldn't take pictures of that um, in that area or something and ask us to leave. And he was like, could I borrow your dog? I was like, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, can we finish up our photo shoot first? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically he asked if he could borrow Lennox for they were showing um, they were showing the baseball game the next day. And he asked if he could borrow Lennox. He had a baseball jersey that he wanted to put on him, which Lennox loves getting dressed. So, duh, this is easy. And um, he was like, yeah, and then I'll just get y'all a round of drinks and, like, an appetizer or something. And I was like, look at Lennox being the influencer now, even though even though my whole face is done up, even though I'm dressed for this whole photo shoot, at least, at least one of these stars is recognized today. So um, now Lennox is going to have a media kit so that Lennox, Lennox can afford us some other opportunities as well. And um, so if you see me posting pictures of lifestyle things with Lennox, go ahead and support that and, um, and applaud that because Lennox, if he can get us free drinks and food, then perhaps he can also pay some bills, okay? But yeah, that was a good time. We had a really, really good day. And we had amazing pictures that turned out from that. So I remember when um, the photographer told me I had to decide on nine pictures. I was like, nine? Only nine of what I love? Like, can I have all of them? I think. And then, like, the edits didn't even really need much. It was just a little bit. Nine pictures? So I'm sure we'll have another photo shoot at some point because the dressing up and the getting made up, I mean, it's fun. It is a part of this. But... And I was having this conversation with Brooke. You know, those pieces are included in the building, the Empire things, but it's the other tedious things that inconvenience me because I don't have the energy for it most of the time <laughs> that, um, that really build the Empire. It's the, it's the emails. It's the, it's the contact and communication with the audience. It's those things more so than the photo shoots. As fun as those are, as fun as, like, me just getting dressed up and just taking pictures out in the city is, um, I know the other parts of building the empire are just as equally as important. So I have been doing a lot more of that. If you are not on my email list yet, go ahead and sign up on there. Um, I share things, I share information, I share uh, insight, I share meditations, I share, just sign up for the email list. And then with the algorithm, algorithming sometimes with Instagram, people say they don't see my shit. So if you're on the email list, you'll always get included with what I have going on. Um, yeah, sign up for my emails. While we're here, also, since we've already discussed money things, sign up for my Patreon. If you are a podcast listener often, if you do love my shit, sign up for my Patreon. Um, it's $5 a month, and just that little bit, like, I don't know how many listeners I have yet. Um, we'll, we'll get the info on that at some point. But... That stuff adds up, and um, all of this I do without pay to today. This moment, right the second, I don't get paid for this right the second. But I will say, leading up to this like relaunch, I've had um, money showing up for support. So thank y'all. Thank y'all for your, for your support. And if you want to continue to support me, Patreon's the way to go because it's just an automatic draft, and... Um, everybody wins. That allows me to share more information. That allows me to build this platform. That allows me to uh, step up my production. If, as long as I'm stepping up my production, like things are going to get more fun, more creative. Um, there's so much more I can do with so much more money. All right. Okay. Y'all hear that? And moving forward, it would also be cool. And I know I've spoken about this before to have, um, you know, I want to have retreats and I want to have these like going away event things. Like I want to have things for us to do. And in order for me to make these things happen, like, you know, I need, I need that kind of support. I need that cushion to um, implement that stuff. So 
sign up for my Patreon, sign up for my email list. What else? And like engage with me, y'all, please, please engage with me. Cause like, I really am a person. Um, I am. And those things matter. Um, they help, they help my engagement rates. They help, um, they help me know that like who I'm talking to is hearing the message. It helps me know what more I need to share of that kind of information. Um, and what else? Uh, subscribe to my YouTube page, who you call on holistic. If you are not already a subscriber, again, analytics, these things, like they don't all the way matter to me. Although my Leo moon does appreciate, um, that validation from time to time. But once I get to a certain amount of subscribers on these platforms, then I get monetization from these things. Okay. That's why it's important to like write reviews. It's important to subscribe. It's important to do these things because these things do benefit me in the long run. And the more benefits I get, the more I'll share with y'all. Y'all already know this. This is how this works. So subscribe, sign up for my Patreon, sign up for my email list. I feel like that's it. I feel like I could keep going on today and I'm surprised because I, I thought I was going to come on here and like choke. I didn't know how much I'd be able to talk. Um, but I have a lot more to share for another day. So I'm going to just, I'm going to hold on to that. Um, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you're here with me on this journey, on this chapter of refinement. So stick with me. It'll just keep getting better and better. And the better I get, the more I can help you. So I'm looking forward to what this looks like in the next, in the next, few, let me just start with the next few months because whatever just took place with the North nodes, they just shifted and my North node is in Taurus. We'll talk about that some other time. Um, but now that it's shifted into Aries, the fuckery afoot that I had going on has been, has been pushed to the side. And now it's very much like, all right, you're here to do what you're here, what you were born to do. And now that you're doing what you were born to do, let's take it up a notch. Shine that light. Action. So I look forward to seeing what this looks like over the next few months. And thank you for being here with me. <sighs> Share my shit. Talk to me about my shit. And pay me for my shit. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. I'll see y'all next time. Uh, this show has a lot of uh, good guests coming up. It won't just be me. I've got some guests that you would enjoy their stories. So make sure you meditate and hydrate. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 